What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The People Talk. In this episode, just like the last episode and any episode to come, Sunday's episode of The People Talk will be based off of the previous episode. And this weekend, that was on how dating affects your finances. So today, I have people who sent in their audio and are ready for their voices to be heard. First, we're going to hear from Andre, and he's going to tell us what his opinion is on prenups. And then Alex and how he feels first dates should be approached. And then Bria and how finances have affected her relationships. And then Ibra, and he's going to tell us why being open and honest about finances is the best route to take. Alrighty, guys, you know what time it is. Let's go ahead and get right into it. So, my name is Andre Pickens. Uh, I'm here with Ev right now. We'll be talking about a little bit about dating relationships and prenups and things of that nature. So, um... We were talking about this, what was it, Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Sunday, you asked me, you was like, would you get a prenup? And I was like, hell yeah. And uh, Ev was like, what? Why would you get a prenup? I was like, Ev, like, it's just it's just how I am. Like, it's just, I don't know. I've seen, I've been around a bunch of situations that could have gone better if there was a prenup. Especially for, like, the man-female relationship. Like, I, I believe, like, if a man is going to get into a in a wedding I, I feel like the woman should ask as well or they should have at least have that conversation they just shouldn't you know what i'm saying get married and then leave that willy-nilly because marriage is for life like at least i at least i'm saying it's for life i don't i don't really want to get a divorce and she, so she was like so you don't plan on getting a divorce but you want a prenup i was like yeah like it's a oxymoron of sorts but it kind of fits with my lifestyle me for one i'm not trying to Put my thoughts or views or opinions onto anybody, but if you wanna if you wanna hear them out, for sure. So now we're here doing a podcast, and I just feel like a prenup could be. You just want to get it, cause like when you're getting married, you can be so in love, so in love, so in love. But there's there's always a little doubt, right? And just about you talking about a prenup, yeah, that puts doubt on the table. But at the same time, you're putting it on the table. It's not like in the back of your mind. You're not like hiding it. You're letting this person know, like, hey, like, I, yes, I do want to get married to you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. But everybody has doubts when they're getting married. Everybody does. Like, your parents, I don't know, like, if, if your parents or if you have step-parents, people, I have step-parents. So, like, there was some doubt in a marriage before, regardless. And I don't know, like, as far as, like, my parents, I don't know if they have a prenup or if my mom had a prenup before. But as between them, I never asked. It wasn't none of my business. And to be honest, a prenup doesn't have to be anybody's business but between those two who get married. And not to just sound like somebody who's always on the social media, but I, I look at social media a lot, not even going to lie. And uh, I, I look at, like, some of I, I have favorite, like, athletes that I watch, favorite actors and things of that nature. And I see, like, yeah, they, they always get into something. Like, when you're a high-class male, I can only speak for males. I know, high, I know females that already get enough. And they're not even high class, so can't speak for them. But you're a high class male, well paid. You're going to be sought after, even if you have a woman, just for the money aspect of things. So, like, you have to protect yourself as well as, like, your family. And if you have kids with a woman, you want to be able to, you know what I'm saying, provide for your children. But a recent case that I seen on Instagram yesterday, which is crazy, is the Blake Griffin story. I don't know if you've seen it. So, 
reportedly, this is just the reports that I read off like Bleacher Reports and like all the other um, social media outlets that are always talking about, you know, athletes and then things about their lives and, and of that nature. So Blake Griffin and his, uh, it didn't say if she was married, baby mother, not, I don't remember her name, but they're splitting up, right? So he has one or two kids by her, with her. And as far as like, quote unquote, child support goes, he's going to have to pay 258000 a month to her. <laughs> now, I know Blake Griffin is a top premier athlete, but... $258,000 a month? His kid's what? Probably like three or four years old. Mm-hmm. They don't care about $258,000 a month. And I know it's like general upkeep. I don't know anything about this woman. I haven't. Usually I'll look up the woman in the, in cases like this just to see, okay, what does she do? Like, where is she from? How did she find them? Because like, this is, like, that's, that's life change. Like, 258 G's a month. And she's going to be getting that for at least the next 20 years. And that didn't, and now she, now she's certified as a high class woman. So like, she's going to be sought out after other high class men after they break up. So I'm just like, what do you need 258 G's a month for? If you're going to get with somebody within the next, I don't know. I'm not saying she's like out here like that, but somebody's going to probably try to scoop her up within the next couple of years. Cause dude, like for some reason, high class men are like, Oh, if this high class male got her, he must be, she must be good. Let me go try her out. I don't know why dudes be trying to, like, go after the same chick like that. But, hey, different strokes for different folks. And I remember, um, what's the actor of Grey's Anatomy? Uh, Jesse Williams? Him and uh, his wife broke up, and this didn't have anything to do with uh, children. And she was just like a regular woman, right? Not to say anything wrong with regular women, but she's like somebody you might see at H-E-B, you know what I'm saying, checking out slow. So, uh... So I was reading, and this happened like some months ago. He had to pay like almost triple that amount of what Blake Griffin had to pay per month to her. Plus like pay all her lawyer fees um, and give like some extra bonuses every month. And then every time an episode, a new episode of Grey's Anatomy came out, he had to like give up like 100K, maybe 10K. I might be getting my zeros mixed up, but it was just a crazy amount of money. I'm looking at this woman like, ma'am, you're like 40. What do you need this for? Neither one of these relationships had a prenup. I understand, like, yeah, you get into a relationship. And both of these were married. Yeah, both of these were marriages, even though Blake Griffin's wasn't as long. Jesse Williams' marriage was kind of long. but And he did cheat, but still, to pay millions and millions of dollars almost a month, that's kind of crazy. In my mind. I understand you looking out for the woman, make sure her general upkeep is fine and that she doesn't really have she doesn't really have any wants, but what what more could you want to have like two hundred fifty thousand coming in a month, pretty much for nothing? I understand like you're by the gentleman's side, you know what I'm saying you're there for emotional support, moral support, stability, and things of that nature. I can understand if you have your own whole career and like y'all are both like actors or something, y'all are both athletes, but if you're just like I'm not trying to, and this can, this can go in the reverse as well. Like if the woman's making all the money and the man just like chilling, like I guess taking care of kids or he just like living the life and they split up and the man try to get 250,000 a month for what? You just want to live out in Hollywood in the hills for what? But that's crazy though, in my opinion. 
So look, I'm I'm nowhere near those millionaire people like that. I'm somebody trying to cover myself. Not not trying to say I want to be a hundred millionaire, but I'm trying to have a little bit of money and be able to live nice. And me personally, I'm gonna get a prenup. So should you. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? My name is Alex Juarez. It is an honor and a privilege to be featured on this podcast, so thank you so much to Evelyn for providing the opportunity. But real quick, just about me, I'm 20 years old. I've never been to college. I've never been in a true, serious relationship. I've just been uh, working full-time at a consulting firm as well as developing a side business, streamlining distribution through the Internet. So over the past five, six years, I've had a lot of focus on myself and embracing that singleness and finding ways to secure my finances so I can have the freedom and the ability to do what I want, when I want, where I want, with who I want in the future. And I'm looking forward to, you know, obviously getting into the into partnership with the right person and significant other. But I know that there's some other things that come first. Again, that is my opinion. But uh, finances when, when dating. Um, you know, I've been on a few dates where I've spent hundreds of dollars on a first date. Why? To make a good impression. Well, uh, turns out a few of those times, <laughs> never heard back from the person ever again. But it is what it is. You know, I moved on. I learned from it and realized that you don't need to spend a whole lot of money to have a good shared experience with another person. I've also spent five, ten bucks on a date, and uh, we did a bunch of fun stuff throughout throughout the day. And really, what allowed us to connect was that shared experience that we had with each other. Um, you know, I feel that I feel very strongly that when you're on a date with someone, the per- person might not always remember what you did or you know how much money you spent on to do what you did. But I'm a firm believer that they will almost always remember how you made them feel throughout the date. So you can coordinate an amazing date and really not spend a whole lot of money at it at all. But um, finances is a tough topic to talk about. And for some reason, people don't like to talk about it at all. But I think when you're dating someone, you're, you're, you're establishing a foundation with a significant or potential significant other. So you're finding if you have any commonalities when it comes to, you know, vision, values, principles and, you know, uh, things that you've gone through as well. Um, and I feel finances and money is a topic to talk about based on how comfortable you two are together. Now, of course, you may have different, you know, I guess, viewpoints on it, but you have to be able to compromise and come to a, 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 a basically a, a shared understanding so you're not creating conflict within your relationship down the road. But uh, I feel everything revolves around finances. Everything we do, everything we end up uh, participating in, you know, in the future where our kids go to school, etc. But um, when you think about it, I feel personally when you have a lot more money in your pocket, you're more confident when going into a date. You you're, you feel, you know, you have a stronger self-esteem when going into a date when you have a lot of money in your pocket. Now, that doesn't mean you got to spend it all on that date to try to impress the person. Because if that person is there on the date with you, they're going to embrace your being, your presence, and not care entirely on how much money is spent throughout that date. Uh, I don't want to talk a whole lot about finances and marriage because I'm not married, so I'm not a credible source. 
But uh, it is important to keep in mind that, you know, 50% of all marriages end in divorce. And what's the main, you know, cause of those divorces happening is finances. When you're not in agreement with each other in regards to finances, it causes a lot of conflict and it ends up bringing couples down. I was reading a stat that actually 63% of all marriages start off in the red, meaning in debt. And this was a study that was conducted with, you know, I think it was 1,072 U.S. adults to gain a better understanding of personal finance, behaviors, and attitudes, and uh, really how money impacts relationships. So highly advise you checking it out. Um, But topics like money, goals, and dreams are super important discussion for spouses and future spouses to talk about. So uh, don't go broke having a date, but be sure to impress them more with your character and not the money you got in your pocket. So... I don't want to keep on going on. If you find any value in what I have to say, great. If not, I completely understand. No worries. But uh, yeah, I look forward to sharing some more, some more ideas and some more that's on my mind in the future. Well, finances and relationships are just hard because if you don't have the same amount of income flow, I feel like it's a power thing. I don't know. Maybe it's just me and my relationships. But I think it's like a lot of things with finances because me financially, I think the things that I want financially, I'm not, I'm not like a money chick. I don't know. I'm like, don't buy me a fancy bag. I don't like name brands. So... I don't know it's just weird because I'm like you have finances as in like paying the bills and taking care of life and then you have finances as in like dates and you know doing little stuff for each other I never realized that that was like a whole thing you have to account for because yeah like the whole like when you're in a relationship like yeah you buy stuff for them like you buy dinner for them or you buy them a shirt Clothes is expensive, especially for men. Especially if your man is big, okay? But, you know, that's true because, like, I've seen my parents do that my whole life. But they buy the whole world stuff, let alone them each other. Like, it's complicated. Relationships are complicated. And that's the thing. Nobody explained that part. It's like you have to learn how to have finances by yourself. Like, that's the problem is you got to do it first, you, and then someone else. And it's just... Life doesn't work like that. I think I secretly was always like, I liked men that had money. I don't know. That's nice. You know, because you think stability. Or for me, I was like, well, if you have money then and I have money, then I don't have to worry about you having money. So then whatever I want to do, you can do because you got money too. But like, if you, if neither of us got money or like one of us don't got money, that's where the struggle comes. Because then we got to figure out, okay, who going to pay for who or... Who's not going or that's what you need to think about in a relationship before you move in with people. And I, the problem is honesty and being direct because nobody wants to talk about stuff like that. Like, I don't like asking my boyfriend, how much money do you have? Sometimes I feel like it makes him insecure, but I'm like, how much money do you have? Are you okay? Am I okay? Like, are we okay? So that's the thing about relationship too. You have to be get comfortable with talking about stuff that you were like not before. Finances is a huge thing. I, nobody talks about money for some reason. I, I was bad with money growing up. I never really understood that. 
the whole idea. Like I think right. people get little tidbits, but then the whole picture, I'm like, they're like life insurance, this. I'm like, I haven't even thought about my boyfriend involved with life insurance. Is that even a thing? We're young, like it's. I'm just not trying to take it serious because I'm very high strung. I'm very, I have high expectations. So I think that's where a lot of my anxiety and my frustrations with the relationship come from. I'm just like, I've always had this picture of what everything should be in a relationship. And then he's my first serious boyfriend. That's a huge deal. And like having a serious boyfriend, graduating college, and being in a real adult all on the same token, that's weird. Yeah, it feels permanent. It's supposed to, that's the goal, that's the point. That's why I'm like, I don't wanna be married because like lots of things can happen, lots of things can change, lots of, too much variables at this point. Like, yeah, relationships are hard, but finances are hardest in a relationship. So definitely make sure that, first of all, be clear about it, talk about it, don't just assume stuff because then you're gonna be paying for everything and you're gonna be mad. So don't be mad. Hello, it's me, Ibra. How finance affects marriage, dating, Oh, let me tell you how to work on it. Be open and honest about any side checking savings account or secret credit cards you have. It's time to own up to the truth and clear the air. Then work toward establishing financial trust again. Recommit to your shared goals. And remember, while you're doing it, you're in this together. Also remember that it's a relationship, dating and a marriage. Of course, when it's marriage, your partner knows your financial and you knows his financial and uh that's about it your partner knows your financial actually this some both of y'all should keep up keep up to it and know together as a as a relationship and as a marriage